Welcome to the Consultants Council podcast, a place for consulting industry guidance and best practice advisory. Whether you're working to grow in your consulting career, you're managing and developing a consulting firm, you're working with consultants, or you're just interested in business and high performance advice, we've got recommendations and education for you. I'm Kelsey Kreveling, founder and CEO of Kelsey Consulting, a firm focused on building high-performing organizations, teams, and individuals through a variety of ventures, including the Consultants Council. I've spent my career at the intersection of technology and management consulting, working with organizations across the country to help solve their toughest challenges, while also supporting the growth and development of multiple consulting firms, helping them improve their long-term performance trajectory. In addition, I serve as a startup investor and advisor, promoting the ideas of entrepreneurs as they work to gain traction in their industry. With so many people gearing up to launch their own businesses and establish their own consulting practices, I want to make available the advice and lessons I've learned along the way. This podcast is made possible by Kelsey Consulting with media support by Class Act Media. For more information, check out our site at theconsultantscouncil.com and kelsey.consulting. That's K-E-L-S-C dot consulting. And now, stay tuned for this episode's counseling because the consulting world is full of nuances and the answer is always, it depends. What's possible? Do more. Hey y'all, it's Kelsey Kreveling with the Consultants Council. And today I want us to spend a bit of time talking about our personal brands and what we want to be known for. So you're likely familiar with kind of the premise of creating a brand, right? We know famous and notorious brands out there, but we don't always think about our own personal representation and how that's going to land in the market and with others. And as you're building your career, spending time, determining exactly what kind of personal brand you want to create and cultivate and who you want to be known as and what you want to be known for is really critical. Uh, and it's also something that may change and evolve depending upon the settings that you are in and the organizations that you are working with. Now, there may be some things that are common throughout those different um, areas where you may choose to kind of pivot or modify your approach a bit in that brand that you're building. But across the board, there's likely some really strong common themes and commonalities. And so really kind of want to dig into that today and chat about it. So what you want to be known for is up to you. Tap into what comes naturally to you, what's important to you, what resonates with you, and also what you hear from others. You know, have you heard from other people, hey, you're really great at this, or I come to you for this, or you're known for that. Uh, those are really wonderful kind of direction markers that you can utilize on your path to really determining what brand you wanna be building and how you wanna be cultivating you uh, as an entity in the market and with those that you interact with. Now, a question that I regularly ask people uh, it's been something kind of a bit more recent for me, but it, it came after a fair bit of a personal introspection and some work I was doing. Uh, and it's, what do you want to be known for? If you could have just one thing in your whole life that could summarize what you want people to know about you, what would it be? For me, I really want to be known as I'm doing my best. 
I want everyone who interacts with me to know that I'm coming to the table to interact with them from a place of offering my best. It might not be the best, but it is my best. And it might not be my best all the time, but it is my best in that moment that I am able to give. I don't go into interactions attempting to give less than my best. I am always showing up and giving it my all in all that I do. And for things that I can't give my all in, I typically take a step away and I, I, I don't focus on those areas because I'm not able to be doing my best. And so it was, it was a really interesting self-exploration exercise that got me to that answer. It was just like, it was during a time when things were incredibly difficult and I was working just a ton, that hasn't changed. But when I was just so overwhelmed and I just kept realizing like, I'm doing my best. I am trying so incredibly hard. And it was like, that's all I, I needed to, to verbalize. I needed to vocalize that. I needed to hear that recognized. And it made sense. It's like, gosh, for everyone I interact with, they could just know that I am doing my best. How would that change your interactions? How often do you evaluate others? I don't want to use the word judge, but evaluate others based on what you perceive their effort to be. But what if you changed that paradigm and switched it and thought about the fact that they're likely doing their best with what they have, with the knowledge they have, the opportunities they have, the background they have, the financial resources they have. Most people don't operate from a place of not wanting to do their best. So can we give people more grace when we change our perspectives in that way? Can we treat them more kindly? Can we support them? more equitably, how would your position as you interact with others change if you viewed everyone from a place of they're doing their best, might not be the best, but they are doing their best. And as a result, how can I support them in ways that they need? Just a bit of perspective shift uh, that may change how you interact with others and also may result in better interactions, better understanding of those that you are dealing with. All right, so hopefully you've given it some thought. You know, this can be something that you journal about, that you kind of ponder, meditate upon, um, but really synthesize down to a very core consideration of what you wanna be known for. Now from there, you can build upon it. What else do you want to layer on to that? That can be at its core, but what else, what else makes sense for you? Uh, so for me, I've, I've got a multitude of different things. I won't go into all of them, but something that I actually love that I think offers a great parallel is my love and adoration of sunflowers. You can see them right here. Um, I adore sunflowers. If, if you know me, you know that that's just my absolute favorite flower uh, for many reasons. Uh, one is they're just happy, right? They are just, they bring joy uh, into the world. They're pretty smiley, but also they're not delicate. They are hardy and capable and strong and they can weather lots of different uh, climates. 
They are native to North America uh, and Central America, but you can find them elsewhere. And some really interesting things about them are their ability to absorb toxins. That's a fun fact that is not necessarily readily known, um, but actually they do. And they have been planted um, at different uh, chemical spill sites and in different locations with radiation in order to absorb the toxins. So that's a really cool transformative capability that they offer. Um, they've also been to space, which is kind of neat. They've been onto the International Space Station. Uh, and they're just uh, a flower that's able to weather so much. Um, they track the sun shine throughout the day and if the sun actually isn't up uh, they can turn and face each other so that they actually are able to still gain happiness if you will energy from one another um, and I think that that's a great parallel for how we want to live life that we want to be sunflowers for each other that we want to radiate light and energy and happiness to those that we engage with and so the sunflower has just always been a flower that resonates with me. But when we think of it in that type of context, I love it. The ability to be strong and hearty and capable, but also to bring joy and radiance to others that we interact with, that just really rings true. And so I would encourage you, as you are taking a look at your personal brand, what you wanna be known for, how you want to position yourself, what feels authentic and true to you, do some, do some journaling around that. You know, there, there might be different things that resonate with you that really parallel your traits, your skills, your interests, your preferences. And that sometimes really helps when we are dealing with lots of challenges, strife, stress in the workplace, stress in our personal lives. Kind of remind ourselves and center around what do we want to be known for and is how we're operating how we're thinking and how we're feeling in alignment with that and if it's not what do we need to do to kind of subtly shift our activities our actions and our thoughts back towards that centered grounded personal brand of what we want to be all right, one final fun exercise that I love, saw it recently for building your personal brand and kind of getting you thinking outside of the box and about what resonates with you and what you want to be known for and how you show up. So I want you to think of an animal, any kind of animal, whatever comes to your mind first. Now, when you think of a second animal, you're going to think of a third animal. Now I can't take credit for this exercise, but I do love what it can show you. Your first animal is what you think of yourself. Kind of describes how you see yourself. The second animal is how others see you and how they perceive you. And your third one is what you really are. Now, I'm super interested in what came up for you and uh, what you think about it. Does it resonate? Does it ring true? Are there parallels and similarities? I know for mine, there definitely were. Uh, I found it very, very 
entertaining to say the least. So curious to hear what comes up for you. And then based on what you uncover, how you plan to align your personal brand to take advantage of those strengths, to take advantage of the key characteristics of those animals. How can you leverage those to your benefit? How can you continue to build a brand that utilizes some of the awesome traits that those animals exhibit? And that's a wrap on this episode of the Consultants Council. Thank you so much for your interest and engagement. Let us know what you'd like to learn more about by writing in to info at theconsultantscouncil.com. Thanks to Kelsey Consulting for sponsoring this podcast and to Class Act Media for the media support. And with that, cheers and all my best. Have a great week. And remember, what's possible? Do more.